up there? All warmed up. Good, because we're recording. We're live. This is not for oh. nothing. We're your fucking favorite guys, Chris and Chris. Hey. Hey, I can do this accent again. I'm not I sure mean. where it's from. It's just generic guy from <laughs> an ethnicity in a big <laughs> eastern city. Yep. I'm not sure where. Uh, just from the east coast, parts unknown. Yeah, just, you know, my mom's from uh, Gabagool or something. I don't know. <laughs> I might be in the witness protection. I might be Portuguese. I haven't. T- I can't figure it out. Well, let's not go let's against c- the Portuguese. Man. Well, I wouldn't, except for one Portuguese guy named Pepe, who runs the fucking biggest. He's just a scoundrel in Newark. He runs all the parking lots. He runs these r- crappy Portuguese restaurants. He's the worst. Yeah, but that has nothing to do with being Portuguese. <laughs> no, he's just a piece of shit. He's just a bad human being. Yeah, put it out there. Yeah. Uh, I had a crazy battle with him one time um, where he threatened to call the cops. It was crazy. Uh, Anyway, that aside, (laughs) yeah, that was just move right past that. How you doing? I'm good. Yeah? Getting ready to go to Vermont for the weekend. Oh, that sounds lovely. I am going to do a 150-mile bike ride uh, from Maryland to Pittsburgh with uh, one of my oldest friends who's flying in today. It's gonna be hard. Fucking lord! Yeah, I know. I'm challenging myself. Three days. That's it. Yep. Fuck, man. Yeah, it's rough. I've been training. It's gonna suck, though. Oof. You've been training? Yeah, I've been oh, training. Sit on a seat like that? I have Ooh. padded underpants, Chris. Yeah, you do. I have padded underpants. Yeah, but your wife enjoys that. <laughs> I make her touch it. It's like you're a filling, bab- you're filling out your it's like jeans a, very nicely. It's like now. it's like a baboon ass, <laughs> as if I needed any more cushion. But I did in the crotcher area. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I've been uh, been riding my bike like a crazy person. I did doing like 20, 30 miles a day. Uh, I know. Felt uh, now? No, I'm not spelt. Is that all? Here's what a friend of mine who's a runner says. Uh, <laughs> Big gut, powerful legs. That's a that's a, a middle aged biker. He's like you just look at him. He's like they all have powerful legs and big yeah. guts. Like it, and he's right. I have a big gut and powerful legs. Okay, that's my, I'm I am just a pear shaped athlete these now days. Now you're a cyclist. I'm into it. You know yeah, why not? I, I, yeah, come at me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Great tip, though, by listener and, uh, and, and podcast, uh, sometimes contributor. He's got actually a couple good ideas I want to put, put past you. Uh, Johnny, he... Uh, he who's Johnny? Who's Johnny? He said... Uh, <laughs> so t- here's the tip on, uh, on bike gear. Just you tip. don't buy... You do, not, just a just tip. Uh, you don't buy the cycling gear. Oh, God, yeah. You buy mountain biker gear. It's like the difference between like snowboard gear and ski gear. You know, okay. ski gear is like tight and kind of weird. No. The snowboarders are like, we got cool clothes. It's baggy. Right, it's a little looser baggy, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Same thing for biking. You, you uh, buy the mountain bike gear. Okay. And then you just wear the padded underwear underneath it. No one can oh. tell. You're not okay. cool. I was going to say, if you, if you got one of those fucking little half quarter zip 
bike racing <laughs> no. jersey shirts. No, I don't have any jersey shirts. I probably will regret Ugh. it. I don't know what the thing is with those, but uh, those guys are the worst. You see them biking and they're, and they're it's always unzipped and they're. Yeah, fucking... clearly there's a reason for them. I can't figure out what it is. Also, there's a thing people wear bibs because I think your butt hangs out when you ride. Uh, uh, but I'm not. We're not riding like we're not clipping in or anything. We're riding like hybrid trail yeah, bikes. Sure. This is a trail. I know, but still, people get a little too out of control. With this oh, shit. dude, the gear. Anything you get into has gear. Like yeah. there's just so gear culture is crazy. Ugh. Like so I've been so. training before. Before I got like it was weather was nice enough to get on my bike. I bought a trainer, like one of those things you can ride your bike inside on. Oh yeah, yeah. You just hook up your back tire to it or something. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, these are from like the seventies. Yeah, dude, you can spend thousands of dollars on those. <laughs> I bought one for one hundred fifty bucks. is is perfectly good, and that still seemed like a lot. Yeah, uh, right. <laughs> yeah, but I was like, like there's ones that are like, me- like they're they have they use m- magnetic, and I, they use magnets to like slow down the your your the torque i guess i don't know something oh just sort of make it harder make it harder yeah, yeah. like the resistance is yeah. and then there's others that use like water it's like there's all like literally you could spend more than i've ever spent on anything on just the thing to put your bike on and Jesus. mind you i have a single speed like commuter bike that i've been riding for the past 15 years like that's what i was hooking up to i was like i'm not gonna buy something that's worth more than the actual bike i'm gonna put on here and i sure should i'm not gonna buy a peloton and yeah. you know what Whatever this brand is that I bought, it's been fucking awesome. Yeah, I love this it's thing. Fine. It's just I, fine. I, I have like a little iPad. I watch basketball and I just ride for like an hour. Oh, well, that's nice. Actually, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. a good setup. I'm into I got, it. I got two questions for you. Hey, hit me, hit me. Let's do it. What, what, you're, you have a single speed bike. You're you're going the whole way. Up? No, no, no. So we uh, it's a, there's like a a company that we're paying to like rent bikes from. Oh, okay. And they're like they're hybrid trail bikes. So basically, they're just. They're regular pedals. You don't okay. clip in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and right, like it's right, got right. like a hundred speeds. Okay. Um, but we have to do like the first day is like uh, 1700 feet of elevation. Like it's all. Yeah. I was going to say. Uh, yeah. It's going to be, we have to get up to the Eastern, uh, to the, to the Eastern continental divide, which I've never actually Oof. been to. I know, but I've been to the Western. So it'd be kind of cool. It's going to suck. It's also raining yeah. the whole yeah. time. The right. it's, it's like a, it's a failed, it's a failed plan. The pl- it's going to be, the thing is, is like we're setting ourselves never... up so bad. Uh, the only good stories is going to come out of this. Like it's only, <laughs> and my friend is a triathlete, <laughs> so he's just going to be up my ass. He's going to be like, he's going to be so so ruthless. So, yeah. but it's what I needed. It's what I needed to kick my ass into gear to get uh, to get in shape. So it's been it's been good for me. Um. Okay. Second question. Yeah. Uh. Are you? Do you have to tape your nipples up? I don't think so. Okay. Uh, maybe I'm. I I didn't buy the like butt butter stuff, which I think might be a mistake. Like I just couldn't <laughs> envision like putting cr- putting cream in my ass crack. <laughs> but apparently that's a thing. <laughs> like a lube. <laughs> so I'm. That's the one thing where I'm like I'm I'm risking it all. I bought this padded underwear because I was like, you have to do that. And I have some like, wa- I've got like, you know, some waterproof gear. Uh, and I've got yeah. like this, I bought the, the bicycling pants, which I've been riding with like these, sh- these shorts. Uh, they're not skin tight. They're loose. They look cool. Uh, and they, I love them. They're awesome. I'll be wearing them like regularly. I'm going to be one of those guys that wears like exercise gear mm-hmm. when they're like shopping. Ugh. Get your Lululemon on. God, I can't. I can't with that. <laughs> it drives me crazy. 
Like, are you working out currently? Like, did you just come from basketball practice? If not, what are you wearing? I hate that shit. So uh, how much biking did you ever do? Like before you started training? Like, did I ever ride long distance? Yeah. None. I've like, I used to ride my bike to work. That's it. Okay. So this was years ago. Uh, I don't need to, I don't need to hear any horror stories. No, no. Well, it's not a horror story, but it's just, I can't, I guess you you have to train for this. Cause so, Ann and I, we we went to Seattle, visited my mom one time. Um, this is probably at least like five years ago, if maybe a little bit longer. even. Yeah. And my mom and, and her, uh, boyfriend, John were like, Hey, let's do, let's do the thing. It's kind of like a Seattle thing where you, you, you read bikes or if you have bikes you, and you follow the Burke Gilman trail all the way around, like sort of from the West side, which is, it's like Seattle all the way up North and around like Washington over into like, it's, it's like, um, Kenmore or Berrien or wherever one of those places are. And it's like Red Hook breweries over there. And there's oh, a couple cool. other like St. Michelle winery and all these places. So it's a nice ride. And then you can actually go, you just like drink beer, wine. Yeah. And it's like a nice time. And, and like, you have kind of a reward at the end, but then you yeah. have to ride all the way fucking back. Yeah. Drunk. And, and I want to say that that's actually, I just had to look it up. And I think the entire Burke Inland trail, which is longer than we rode is like 30 miles or something. Yeah. Uh, and we maybe did half that, but then we sort of went back and forth. I mean, we were, and I were, my mom and, and John like blew us away at the, at the end. I think they were waiting for us for like, almost like at least 20 minutes to a half hour. Because we just were so fucking tired and our asses hurt so bad. So I, oh, I was like, I can't imagine riding like that for more than like one day's worth of, of it was awful. The was, longest, I, mean, I really enjoyed it. It was fun, but it was like, I was so tired. My ass hurt so fucking much. The longest bike ride I've ever done was the five borough bike tour. Um, How long is that? It's 40 miles. Ooh. And I did that on a single speed. Like you have to understand like the, the what I'm hanging my hat on or what I'm what I'm hoping is that like I've been doing these like 25 mile an hour rides, but it's on a single speed. Like I don't have gears. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like my hope is that the gears will at least help. make this ride a little bit easier. Yeah, I think so. But it's still going to be like five, six hours of riding every day at least. So shit's going to be real, man. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm doing it and it's going to be a challenge and it'll be fun. And like I get to feel rewarded at the end. Yeah, good for you. Isn't that the whole point? I guess. I don't know. I like to I do know, stuff like this. What What made you decide to do this? Uh, I, we just were like, my friend is a big cyclist, and I yeah. was like, "Yo, we, you have never come out to Pittsburgh. You should. We should try to do this gap ride." And, and the real ride is. Oh, is, this was your suggestion. Yeah, the real ride is DC to Pittsburgh, or vice versa, Pittsburgh to DC. And we were like, "That's fucking crazy. Like, we're not doing three hundred miles. But let's do half of it." We'll do it over three days. Like that, we they, they they like this company like drives you down. They give you the bikes. They you have all the like the gear, the necessary like packs and shit. Yeah. And then they and they trail and they book you book your travel for you. They don't trail, but they like. There's no there's no van or something with with extra if, in case something goes wrong. Nah, that's on us. Shit. Yeah, that's on us. Uh, no, but, I'd be like, all right, sorry, my bike's broken. I'm done. See ya. We're doing it. We're doing it. <laughs> So I might right. be. Oh, and guess what? The you want to know the kicker? Here's the mm-hmm. fucking kicker. I have a fucking tooth that is needs a root canal, and I have to get a root canal next Wednesday. So I have to do this with like a fucking fully fucked up mouth. Sweet. So, yeah, it's gonna be awesome. Yeah, you're a bit of a masochist or something. I am. Sadist? Masochist? Yeah. I don't know. What I'm also tucking my balls into my butt. <laughs>
Well, why not at that point? Yeah. It might be easier to ride that way. I don't it know. might be. I might be. I'm wondering what what the what the ramifications of my testicular area will be. It could be it could be intense. You might have to get one ball removed. Yeah, I might. I might. Then I would be fast like Lance Armstrong. <laughs> you should just you should just do the blood doping stuff before you go. I should. I'm yeah. gonna need something. You just blow it past everybody. Was like, what the who the fuck is this guy? I'm gonna need something. I will say this: the cool thing about this, and I can put a, a, a pin in it, is that like mm-hmm. the first days I was like, I'm gonna train for this, which was about two months ago. I was like, I I couldn't sit on the fucking exercise bike like the trainer for like longer than seven minutes. I was like, this fucking sucks. How am I yeah. going to do this? Seven minutes. That's where I would max out at. And now I could do like an hour without standing up or without okay. getting off. You know, like it's, you just got to like, you just got to like, I guess get a calloused ass. I don't know. <laughs> Chafe. Chafe so much it just hardens. I guess. Yeah. 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 Like a guitar player's <laughs> fingers. That's what my tain is like right now. Oof. Just a smooth hard callus <laughs> sounds so nice like a heel <laughs> wait what's the seat butter shit you were talking about too i don't know it's a thing that like it's a, it's a it's but like a moisturizer it, uh it's like you know like it, if you like it's i think it's just to keep your ass from chafing yeah yeah it's like the stuff you put on your like your nipples and stuff too i guess so stuff, i guess. mean i don't know dude i'm not buying it i'm yeah. not doing it that's the one no. that that's the one thing i'm good i'm not gonna do it I don't want to. And the yeah. nice thing is, is, like, we go to these towns, and it's like bike towns. There'll be other people on the road. So, and like, and we have like B and Bs or what? Like, we don't like we don't have to camp or anything, you know? Right, right, right. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So yeah. hopefully it won't be that. It might suck. It's probably gonna suck. We'll see what happens. <laughs> okay. Have fun. Thanks. Uh, so Chris, quickly before mm-hmm. we jump into sports, I wanted to, uh. I wanted to tell I you. I think we should do a live bit of you on the road. Uh, okay. Talking as part of the show. We, we can only, we can just do like a 10 or 15 minute thing or something. And we just, we'll, we'll try to record it and then add it in as part of our, uh, part of what I would do. I thing. will gladly do that. You want me to call it? Like <laughs> I'll call in like day two or something. Just, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. I want, I want, yeah. Yeah. Day one's going to be a real pain. Day one's only 24 miles, but it's all uphill. So it's like we're yeah. in for it. Uh, Chris, All right, moving on. So I haven't been to a movie in two years. Okay. I'm not, have you been to a movie theater? Yeah, we have. We've been to a couple. Uh, we've been to a couple movies. Like, but like it's during the day. Uh, no one's ba- practically no one's there. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of it was kind of nice actually. Yeah. I similarly the last movie we went to was Jaws when when me and my wife rented out the whole theater, uh, oh. and just watched Jaws by ourselves. Oh right, yeah. Uh, that was like the peak COVID. So I finally got back on the horse and I went and saw the unbearable weight of massive talent. Only Nicolas Cage can bring wow. me to the theaters. Um, I was curious. I had to see it and it wasn't being released on like streaming services. And I wanted to see Nicolas Cage as Nicolas Cage. Did you, did you have to see it? I had to see it. Okay. I had to see it. Okay. I would say... Give me your movie review. I would say this, Chris. If I got COVID, it wasn't worth it. But if I did not get COVID, it probably was worth it. Okay. It like right. was almost there. It was like a 70% there. It's pretty good. Cage is great, of course. 
uh, I would, yeah, I think you, I would recommend it. I would say watch it. I don't think it's like, it's not like Mandy level at all, but Cage is great. There's some weird, the weird thing is, is that there's Nicolas Cage and then he, ha- he talks to younger Nicolas Cage, which is like a deep fake Nicolas Cage. It's like him, oh, but with like, but like, yeah. and that shit is just unsettling. Like it is so meta and weirdly unsettling. And I don't know if it's great or if it's not, I can't tell. It's definitely Nicolas Cage being like a parody of himself, but like kind of not. It's I I don't know. I think I'd say this. Don't go to the theater, but watch it. That's what I it's it's that. It's that level. It's a it's a it's a it's a totally good movie, but not a great movie. All right. I don't know what I'm expecting out of Nicolas Cage, but uh, yeah, I, I don't know what anybody should really be expecting out of this Nick Cage at this point. This one's pretty good. Though. Like I, I would say like of the last three movies that I've seen of Nicolas Cage's that aren't like old classics, which is pig and Mandy. And this, this is number three. I think pig is number okay. two. And Mandy is always going to reign supreme as probably the greatest movie of all time. Sure. <laughs> okay. But I'd say check it out and then right. tell me what you think. I'll, if you know, if it's on streaming somewhere, I'll yeah, watch it. Thank you. That's all yeah. I ask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. That was one of those things. That, there's another one I keep kind of, I, I kind of earmarked it, I think, on Amazon or something. And it's, is it something like Mom and Dad or something? <laughs> I think that's the title. He's in it, though. And it's I, the Mom and it's It is Mom and Dad. Is it? Yeah. Did you did you know that or did you just no? It's I did not know that. I just looked it up. Selma Blair and Nicolas Cage. Yeah, Selma Blair. It's a horror. Yeah. It's a horror film. Yeah, yeah. And it looks. I don't think it's good, dude. It probably not. It made one hundred and sixty thousand dollars in the box office. Oh yeah, I'm not. I mean, like, listen here. Like, does does any of the Cage's movies make money these days? Really? Like, oh, you know what? John Madison? Waters is the director of it. Now I oh. do want to see it. Oh, see? it's a John okay. Waters movie. It's of course it's gonna fail. Oh wait, no, is it? I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> I'll check it out. All let's right. let's go, uh, Chris. Here's the thing. WNBA season starts tomorrow. Yes. We should do a little bit of a preview for folks. Some predictions, yes. some thoughts and prayers. Uh, I'm excited. I'm excited. I got excited. I got excited um, in doing a little bit of research for this episode. Uh, one thing that I think should be pointed out, obviously, is there's a glaring loss of Brittany Griner to this season. Mm-hmm. Um, it is tragic still. I I keep hearing like things like oh now we're taking an aggressive approach mm-hmm. and she's like considered like being a, held prisoner against her will I don't know like I don't know what the they've they've she's gone from a it's code yellow to code orange or whatever I like it I think we're taking a different stance that so we're not going to try to downplay this anymore okay. um good which I think is good it should have been the the answer all along but you know what do I know about any right. about, you know any right. of that. Uh, I will say this: the WNBA is going to support Brittany Griner. Obviously, they're going to have Brittany Griner and her number on all the courts and on jerseys and that type of yeah. thing, uh, which is that nice. feels a little hollow to me. It's, it definitely does. Uh, Brittany Griner does have a charitable organization. Um, it is the Soul Shoe Drive, uh, which is a partnership with the Phoenix Rescue Mission. So, if you do feel like you want to, I think there's a nice thing you could do, or we, the world could do 
is show support of Brittany Griner through her foundation so that when she does finally get released, she can see like that people were thinking about her through these, like, like through an uptick in donations. Cause I don't know any other way to sort of show your support. So that's what I would recommend if you're thinking about right. Brittany Griner. Um, it's fucking nuts. Uh, the team, the, the, I guess the WNBA did them the service of letting them like not take a salary cap hit and give an extra roster spot to the, to the Phoenix Mercury. I don't know yeah, what they're doing with cool. that, which, but that seems like the right thing to do. Uh, it would be weird that if seems, they did. Yeah, do that it. seems fair. Uh, um, but anyway, and other, other other teams get hardships exemptions for players who are injured and stuff like that. So it, this isn't totally out of sort of you know out of the blue here. Not for and and you know there is precedent of that teams and, and leagues doing that kind of stuff too. Anyway, so I think that's a I think that's a that's a thing. Uh, you know they should they should be doing something like that. Agreed. So, that- however, what they shouldn't be doing is is cutting and waving players who are seasoned veterans who are rookie of the years who are first round draft picks in the last, like this past, like a month ago and a season ago. And this is, this, I think this is getting a little out of hand at this point now from everything I've been reading and following and watching now lately. And this just this last week and getting ready for the season to be open is teams are just, so teams are just cutting players now. And like people you were not expecting to be people who are, um, Legit, like good players. Well, it's tough, dude. You look at like teams like, like the Aces had like five draft picks. You know, like yeah. What do you do? Like five picks, which is sort of stupid in itself because it's like you kind of knew coming in that you you know. So the other stupid thing is you can you can you can bring twenty. I think it's twenty players to the training camp, right? And you can only roster twelve, right, for the season. And so it's like you 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 should be already doing the math on this, uh, you know, ahead of time, and like, all right, you know, who's really going to be on this team? How much can we afford on each player? And the salary cap changed this year too, so it's a hard cap. So now they're actually struggling, you know, to to fit even all twelve players under the cap now at this point. So it's like the whole thing is that they're shooting themselves in the foot, and they're doing themselves a huge disservice. That the league is, and how they're going about doing their business here, and it's a real tragedy. It's just, it's just not enough teams. It's not enough teams at all. I mean, there should be. Yeah. I think last year we were saying, or at least I was saying, there should be at least two new teams. Yeah. Scratch that. There should be four. Yeah, it should be sixteen teams. Yeah. I, it's this is outrageous. I couldn't agree more. I am a uh, like. Also, right, have a have a deeper have a maybe a just how the fuck like what is the like the Indiana I think had like seven draft draft choices. Mm-hmm. They're supposed to roster twelve players. Like where like. That's, that's fine because they they had a huge turnover. I think the gut of their but roster, I'm just saying they made like a lot of trades and stuff. It's crazy, but they, but they at least planned for that sort of of, of sort of re reestablishing that roster. I think from the, from scratch, basically. So that's fine. That's a that's a pl- I think they had a plan. They kind of went into it knowing that like they didn't bring a lot of players back. They traded away players for draft picks. So they were they were trying to balance that out in that way. Teams like Vegas and even Seattle and stuff, you know, who had, I think they had three second round picks. I think all of them were waived now, and one of them was did really well in the preseason. Uh, and you can't like you, you, how do you, I think they've had, they've had this going enough now for over the years that you can go, all right, listen, we have, we have six or eight legit players on this team that we're probably not going to cut. How is it? I mean, I think it just goes back to like the expand, like, I don't understand how there can't be four cities that like, there can be, there's there's apparently there's, there's a couple players who are very prominent on Twitter. Uh, that I follow and pay attention to, and they're saying like they're even they even know for a fact that there's 
at least a half a dozen people trying to buy teams right now. Like try to like like new teams, I think, is what she was meaning too. From what I understand. It's like so there is interest there, there is there is people who want this to happen. I think the big problem right now, I think, is is the is, is the commissioner, Kathy Engelbert, mm-hmm. is really fucking a lot of this shit up. Yeah, she's terrible. Yeah, I think she's really bad. And I think she's sort of worn out her stay as far as like knowing what to do and how to do these things. And, you know, saying that like the, the money thing and salaries is, you know, from, from overseas to, to here isn't, isn't a big deal when in fact it is. 100%. And like the players are saying it is. The fact that she, she, she sold uh, the partnership uh, or for the revenue or whatever you want to call it, you know, for like $100 million when there are people out there saying that that you could have got probably gotten three hundred million dollars yeah. worth for this for the same investments. What's that for? For like the cable rights? Uh, no, it's it's uh, it, uh, what's oh, fuck. I'm not a. It's it's like so people. Um, I think it was like Dwayne Wade and and, and his uh, uh, his wife. I can't think of her name. At the, uh, get, uh, Gabrielle Union. Yeah, Gabrielle Union, and like a whole bunch of other people, like actually bought sort of you know um they bought into or gate of, of shares or whatever of the WNBA oh, they really? invested in the WNBA hmm. so she she sold she basically she whatever sold the, so they get profits right off of this you know over the years whatever blah 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 so um but she sold it basically she sold it, like the total cost was 100 million dollars and someone broke it down they're like they they're um and I don't I can't speak on this great because I don't know I'm, I'm not good with like the math and economics all those kind of stuff Totally, but they were saying that the, the WNBA is worth, or is at least on par or more than what the what Major League Soccer is doing. Really? Yeah. And so, like, with whatever their economic status is, and their whatever their their marketing rights and all that stuff, and broadcasting rights and all that kind of stuff, like the WNBA is right there. If not, they should be it. They should be farther ahead. They're mismanaged. Yeah. They're like by a lot of yeah. Like so hockey. All this seems to be very mismanaged. It's disappointing because yeah. I think you're right. Like I think the biggest issue the, is the the lo- the loss of great talent and like how you like. When, what are these women going to do now? They're supposed to go overseas. They're supposed to just you know struggle, stay here now. I mean, there's the, no G League the, for them. So. Yeah, there's no G League, which I don't know if there needs to be a G League. I don't either. Point. I'm just saying there's no like minor league. There's nowhere like for them to go other than overseas. Right. Exactly. And that's kind of fine, but th- that talent should not be. They should not have to go overseas at this point. I agree. I mean, the, 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 there's the the woman from the Minnesota Lynx. She was the rookie of the year last season. Crystal Dangerfield. She get she, she just got cut yesterday. She did. Yeah. But I was I was like on the WNBA side. It looked like the Lynx didn't lose any players. Yeah, no one's covering this stuff. ESPN doesn't have shit, well, deadly shit. ESPN is you, you, it's useless. Don't go on ESPN if you want they, anything about WNBA. I don't know where else to go because ESPN usually at least has a few things. It's all fantasy stuff now because they're really pushing the fantasy stuff for WNBA, which uh, kind of sucks in a way. You want to know where you go? There's a there's a website called The Root. It's for uh, it's it's black culture uh, mm-hmm. and content, uh, and uh, they do great. There's a woman Stephanie Hall and she does great fucking WNBA coverage. Great. There's a, honestly the best place to go is social media. Like tri- Twitter is a full of people who are just on there talking. Oh, I see the root now. Um, is on there talking uh, and just stuff. And they, but they're not doing articles necessarily. I mean, even though I know for a fact ESPN, and I think one other place too has hired multiple people and women to cover the, the WNBA now for this season and whatnot. The best and, place is is to go into Podcast Town. Podcast. Mm. There are some great podcasts for okay if you want right. if you want WNBA coverage. Uh, I will say this. I think it's weird that like ESPN has not like I you got to go to other sources. I didn't even realize there was a they had listened to the fans that don't like the first round buy 
and there's they're doing like the old NBA playoff yeah. system where the yeah. first round is best of three, which is like how the NBA playoffs should still be. Mm-hmm. There shouldn't be like this weird play in tournament bullshit that doesn't make any sense. There should just be the first round best of three. I love it. Mm-hmm. I, I think I, I miss those I days. Uh, so that's exciting for WNBA this season because it would also like a, a 16 team season would benefit from a, a revamped playoff system. Incredible. Uh, so that's exciting. That will make the playoffs a little bit more fun and a little bit more legitimate. I think that the playoffs always went too fast and made the yeah. pl- and made the W sort of like downplayed the WNBA playoffs for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you've been watching any of the NBA playoffs, I promise you, <laughs> minus maybe the fucking the Golden State Memphis series, like these games are better. Uh, yeah, they're just better. It's playoff games are better. They're more competitive. They're they, it's just it's a different kind of it's a. Di- there's better coaching in a lot mm-hmm. of instances. Uh, there's a balance across the whole league. I mean, minus two teams maybe this season, it. even probably probably minus two teams. I think every other team, ten teams, have a have a fairly legitimate shot to potentially win the championship. All right, jump into that. So you're going to say, I'm guessing you're saying that the Dream and the Fever are the two teams that have no chance, right? Yeah, and the Dream or the Dream maybe they might be a season away or two. I think they've made some really great moves. They they've completely reconstructed that whole organization from top to bottom, which is great. And I, and I think they're kind of finally on the right path here. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if they sort of take a leap in another year or two and, and become a legitimate kind of a contending team uh, annually. I think I would throw the Liberty in that mix too, because their two big draft choices are going to miss the whole season. And they still only won 12 games last year. I don't, and you they know, didn't make the playoffs. You though. know, you, they did, and you know, I'm a Liberty fan. Like that's the yeah. team that I want to do good. If I had to pick a team that I like support the most, yeah. it's probably the Liberty. But I just don't think that this is quite the season yet. I think I think they're still gonna move. They're still doing their thing. They're gonna they're gonna continue to be to to improve. I, I think just, they'll get better this year. Yeah, I, th- I think they added they added uh, Stephanie Dolson. I believe is the center they from did, Chicago. Yeah. Uh, who's good? I, I think they got a. I can think they got a better team. They got a better coach a new, now too. New coach, yeah, Sandy Brondello. Well, Sandy, yeah, who's a former uh, Mercury head coach who's taking them to the finals. Um, I, I think uh, Ionescu apparently seems like she was still injured even last year a little bit, so maybe she's fully healthy. She's the goat. She's my new. Um, uh, I I mean I like there's uh, there's two other gals on that team um, who I really like too, and I think they actually might be better than Ionescu at this point in time, uh, but. I, I like I like the Liberty. I think they take another step forward. Okay. I think they, they have a better uh, record than I, I'm than hopeful. The I'm hopeful year. that that's the case. I'm hopeful that's yeah. the case. I don't know if I put you know plus twenty five hundred is it's probably not quite there to but win it's it. Kind of sneaky. Yeah, it's kind of sneaky. Good. I like if everything kind of goes right, and if they're if there's coach, if they make a huge impression just from the coaching alone. Um, I I mean, it's, all right. They're a deep dark horse. All right. All right. I'm into it. Uh, let's work. But maybe our... I'm over it because I like them too a lot. I like the uh, yeah. uniforms. I like the whole thing about them. Ionescu's my girl. Like uh, I like that team. I want them to be good. I. It would be fun to have a, a decent New York basketball team, uh, and maybe they can be that. Okay. Uh, I working your way up from the bottom. Uh, I was let's start put... with the, Let's start with the Sparks, and we'll go to the Mystics because those are other two other teams. The Sparks. Yeah, we're just gonna pa- bypass the Wings, right? I have no thoughts on them. Yeah, and they're still very young. They made the playoffs too. I, they're they're a little bit maybe behind the Liberty in as far as like trying to take that next step. They made the play, like I said, they made the playoffs. So like they, I think they'll just get better because they're super young. All right, I agree. So the bottom four: Liberty Wings, Dream, 
fever. We agree on that, correct? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Or yeah. do you throw the spark? Do you flip the sparks? The, the, the Mystics are the only one in there that I would think are either like a championship contender or the worst team in the, in the league, depending <laughs> on injuries. Okay. Because they've got they've got Elena Deladon's coming back. I know. Um, but I just, they, but if she can't sustain the season, maybe she her back. That's tricky. I don't. I know. think there's two other players on that team too who have huge injury question marks. Whether they can be fully. Uh, come back or play this season as well. As well. You talking about uh, Emma Emma Meesman or whatever? Is that? Uh, uh, no, she's gone. I think. Oh, she's gone. Okay. She's gone. There's two other. I can't think of the names now. Um, there's two other players though that have kind of injury injury questions associated with them. Okay. Uh, but anyway, they're 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 the team that like if everyone's healthy and they go through the season, plus eight eighteen hundred odds to win the championship is really great odds because they're going to be they'll be right up there. So there, that's a huge, like, if you want a long shot odds, that's the sort of safer play of not, a really long not, shot because you're, you're not my links. Like it's, we're flipping the links to the, because we'll last, get to the links. We'll get last to the links. year we chose the links as the long shot. And I thought, yeah. I think that was a good long shot. That was a good long shot. They so, almost made it. They were, they were pretty close. They did. All right. I think the mystics are, I think that's a great, I think that's a, I think if Deladon comes back, like that's, the, that's a, a plus huge. right there. So yeah. Yeah. At plus 1800, I'm going to agree with you. Okay, so the Lynx, so the Lynx have, uh, Nafisa Collier is pregnant. So she's going to miss, and, and she's due, like, I think in, sometime in May here now. So she probably, at best, she probably won't be back till halfway through the season. Wow, okay. Uh, and then they have, I think they have one or two other players too. Either one's a, one's, uh, has maybe foreign obligations or overseas and doesn't come back till later. And they have, I think they have a third player who has um, uh, injury as well. So they could be a strong second half contender, kind of like what we were talking about with Chicago last year. Uh, they have this is also Sylvia Fowles last season, mm-hmm, exactly. Uh, which is going to be there's two probably big last seasons, and we can get to Seattle when we get to Seattle. But uh, there's a there's a there's great history with the Lynx, in, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love the, the they've made the playoffs eleven straight seasons. They have great coach Cheryl Reeve. Uh, I they feel like really like foundationally strong, um, and they. Didn't they like finish like second last year or third? Like they did really well. They only had like, let's see, twenty two and ten, twenty two and ten. That's that's pretty fucking good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I think they had the third best record in the league. So that's and they're at plus one thousand. So think about them again. I'd say just think about them again. Don't don't write the links off. Mm-hmm. And then there's no, no, part- I'm not writing them off at all. I my whole my my prediction that is that is they're going to start slow. And get good once the once they're off of maternity leave. Yeah, and once they get everybody back, uh, and then um, and then we'll we'll see. And I think I think they're a second half team, and I think they'll be make a huge push in the second half, much like Chicago Sky did last year, because uh, with Candace Parker was sort of injured for the first half of the season. Yeah, good point. Uh, I don't know nothing about the Sparks. I know nothing. Sparks Sparks did a huge um, roster sort of swap here. I, I think they brought in four or five really good players. Uh, starting with Liz Cambage from the the center from the Aces, uh, they traded Kennedy uh, Carter from Atlanta, who was I think the first, not the first pick overall, but she was really good. But she didn't play last year because she got into a little bit of troubles or issues with the team and whatnot. Um, and then they brought in like three other like really good players, and then they swapped out a few other people. So as much as I hate, um, God, what's his name? The head coach, Derek Fisher. Yeah. I hate him and I never enjoy him coaching and all that kind of stuff. I plus 3000 seems a little crazy to me that I think they should be massively improved this year. They won't miss the playoffs like they did last year. I think this is a, this is a 
seems like a really good deep team. Well, as well, here's man. your here's your this is here's the rub, right? Because I think Derek Fisher is the GM too, yep. so this is his team. Yep. So you kind of want him to suck. Yeah. Because then he gets fired. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like this is his squad. Like if he yeah. get, if he finishes like misses the playoff with twelve wins with the team that he built. Mm. Which is built on pretty good players, like you said. I think that mm-hmm. like Kennedy Carter had like twenty, average like eighteen points in a rookie season. I want them to fail. I was just rooting for them to fail, so Derek Fisher can no longer be a coach. Anywhere. I do too. They've got they've just got too many ballers. I think on this team I not know. to fail. I know. Let's root for them to fail. Okay. Uh, we did the Mystics. Let's get to the Juice. All right. First, yep. let's we got Phoenix Mercury. I, you know, I was high on them last year for mm-hmm. obvious reasons. Tarasi Griner. Mm-hmm. They're gonna be in the. Stay high. They're gonna be like everyone's gonna be thinking about them. Obviously, like this mm-hmm. is a this is an important team. Mm-hmm. I don't have a great feeling about them. I felt like they were really like sort of hit or miss. Um, I love them as a playoff team. This feels like kind of like the Golden State Warriors to to me, where like they don't necessarily need to win everything. They just have to sort of like medal in the middle and then get to the playoffs, and then they become like a bit of a force. Yeah, uh, which is what happened last year, and is exactly what I predicted. I think they could do that again this year, mm-hmm. but I don't love them. I'm not. I just like I don't. I don't know why I don't love them. I'm rooting for them obvi- for obvious reasons, but I I don't know. What do you think? I think I'm surprised they're not the odds-on favorite. Really, even without Brittany Griner. Really, I, they're pretty stacked. Yeah, uh, they brought in Tina Charles, who is incredible. Um, I think she led the league in scoring last year with with the Mystics. She's a center, so she kind of replaces with um, or, uh, Brittany Griner's sort of, you know, for, for the most part. They brought in Diamond to Shields from right. Chicago. Who's a baller. Who's a baller. Yeah. Uh, they changed coaches, which I think they probably needed to do. They still have Diggins Smith, right? They still have Diggins Smith. Um, they still got, uh, you know, like... Kia Nurse is there. I mean, Tarasi's still, still a, a gangster, and she's maybe not hurt for the first time in 10 years. Yeah, I, they're pretty deep, man. I think they're pretty deep. And I, I you know, like losing Griner is probably going to be a big deal, but. But then that doesn't like, give them like a little bit of like edge. Yeah, yeah. Plus 600, yeah. Chris. You might have talked me into it. It seems a little odd. I, at least I would have been, I thought they would have been in the, in the top three at least. I'm a little surprised that they're, they're, they're fifth and well, the best can, So then can we jump right to the Storm, who I think might be a sure. little overvalued? Uh, yeah. at current, uh, at current, like, uh, what is it called when they rank the teams, they call it the like power like rankings, power rankings, their power. They're currently third. If you follow like power rankings, okay. uh, they had a great season. Obviously it sounds like this is Sue Bird's last season. It uh, is and Sue Bird has definitely become like sort of the focal point of the WNBA. She's all over the place. Like mm-hmm. she is recognized as mm-hmm. the goat and there's nothing that the WNBA or basketball fans in general myself included would love more than to see Sue bird go out on top. Like mm-hmm. we all want to see it. Like, you know, same way we want to see Brady go out on top. Yep. Like, like we don't, but we do, you know, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. it's just kind of like the dope thing. Uh, and I would love a storm, uh, a storm Phoenix finals. Like it would be really cool, but I don't know. Talk me into them. Are they, are they, so, yeah, I so last year even I was I was a little lower on them last year because I didn't I just didn't think they were good enough. They lost you know like too many players and 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 they were I just thought they were gonna they were gonna struggle and then they came out of the first half of the season and they were the best team in the in the league, right? Yep, they were crushing it. 
And it was, it was, I was like, I was surprised. And I was like, okay, great. We're on to something here now. Maybe, you know, maybe, maybe they're going to win this year. And then the second half and they had the Olympics and then they had the second half and it was Sue Bird and, and uh, Brianna Stewart. And they both played in the Olympics and they were both, I think a little injured as well. And I think they just got tired and they just lost their steam and they basically crashed in the second half. And I think barely, they, they kind of just got into the playoffs. Yep. And I think from there, everyone knew that they weren't going to last long and they lost in the second round to Phoenix. Yep. And I, 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 I think this year, my hope then is sort of, it's just sort of a repeat from last year, except for, except for the second half where they, they, they sort of sustain themselves, of course, the whole season. Well, Chris, are you excited about the signing of Bria in January? Uh, I, I don't know if I could say excited. She's from Spokane. Oh, is she? Yeah. Okay. She's I thought a, you would be she, down. I thought she's, a, be... she's an amazing defender. She's awesome. So uh, she her alone, I think, sort of takes a lot of the pressure off, like Jordan, um, not Jordan Cannon, but uh, Jewel Lloyd, though, who usually kind of, I think, guards uh, the other team's best player. Yeah. So now you got Brianne January, who can, who can just, and, and she's also really good offensively, too. And she's, she's 35 or something? Yeah, that's a, it's an old, old backcourt. It right, is a, it's it a little a, old backcourt. Yeah, it's grandma's back there. Uh, but, but I think they can kind of, with Gabby Williams, um, who's the French national woman who, who played, she, was, she wasn't suspended last year with LA, but she, they, sort of, they sort of put her on like a reserve list or something because of conflicts of interest or whatever. I don't think she has them this year, or maybe, or maybe Seattle's more willing to work with her. Uh, she's really good. And she's sort of like the, she's like in the quintessential, like sixth man, quote unquote, if you will, unfortunately, um, uh, kind of player. And I think she'd be incredible. And then Jordan Canada, I think is the one that's going to shine or uh, sorry, Jewel Lloyd is the one that's really going to shine here and sort of Where take Jewel over. Lloyd come from. Huh? Where did Jewel Lloyd come from? Jewel's, uh, she's been on the team for a couple of years now, but okay. you know, she's always kind of given oh, away super a little bit. And I think yeah. that role might reverse a little bit more now. Okay. Uh, she was also, I think she was also on the Olympics and stuff too. She's young and she's really great. And, and I think it takes, I think she gets to star more and then super can kind of, kind of be, come in and be more of like a, like a super sub, um, and kind of, you know, they can reserve her minutes a little bit more and, and kind of pace her for, for the season as well. So I'm not like, I, would I be surprised to see how wins the championship? No. But would I be surprised if they don't, and they don't even make the finals? No. Chris, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Are the Seattle Storm the New England Patriots of basketball of WNBA or of basketball in general. Eh, a little bit. Yeah. This would be their fifth. If they won it this year, it would be their fifth championship. That would put them alone with five. Yeah. Sue Bird's got a very Tom Brady, like five, which I already mentioned. Mm-hmm. Brianna Stewart, Jewel Lloyd. Those are like very Patriot kind of play sounding <laughs> players, you know, yeah. quality. They come back, they do their thing, their head yeah. down. And then they sign like they sign, you know, Brianne January, a vet, you know, mm-hmm. a retread, a Randy Moss, if you will. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they did in the draft. I don't know any of their draft draft picks. They, they had they had three second round picks. One of them was incredible. Avina West. That's such a that's such a New England move. They all right. all but second they, round picks. But, but they they cut all three of them. I think because they just no. don't have the roster space. No shit. They got it yeah. like that. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Like, so I, I think they got a pretty decent roster, a, a pretty nice across the board. Chris, I'm, I'm fucking, I'm just going, I'm going to say it right now at plus 500 that mm-hmm. I'm going, nice that's, that's where I'm putting my money. I'm just going to okay. do it. It's a nice I'm going to ignore the fact that the aces sun and sky are all better. <laughs> and it's because <laughs> I just want to chase something. Yeah. Because I think they all have their faults too. Let's so. do it. What are the faults? Let's start with, the, let's start with the aces. Cause I don't like them the most. Oh really? Yeah. Uh, if it wasn't for Seattle having a team, I would be all in. I know on you are. I know you're like. I mean, 
would start with Asia the, Wilson. They is have incredible. Five draft choices. Uh, I don't know. I I only know Kirsten they Bell cut, because they I've, cut their first round pick, Maya Hollingshed. They cut her, but they kept Kirsten Bell, right? I think they kept Kirsten Bell. I think. Yeah. Um, they lost a lot of. They lost. Well, they lost two really good players. Um, but they brought in Becky Hammond as the coach now, which is which, cute. Which is I love. I know. And I hope that works Rest out. Rest in peace, Bill Lambeer. <laughs> yeah, they got rid of Bill Lambeer. <laughs> they they're going to run like a, like a very more modern yeah. style offense, yeah. basketball team. That was the biggest thing I think they needed to do. And that was, I think that was been holding them back for years now. And they finally, they, they pulled the trigger. And I think Are you sure they got rid of Maya Hollingshed? Because they moved up to get her. I know. And then they think pretty sure they cut her. Yeah, she's way. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy, man. I'm telling you, this every year you're like, oh, a couple of players get waived. This year, I, I, almost every team cut two legitimately good players. Do you know there's a website called Just Women Sports? Maybe that's where we should be watching. <laughs> we should get our news. I didn't know that. I, I didn't either. If I was following Just Women Sports, I would have seen this like days ago, two days ago. That's mm-hmm. crazy. That's fucking crazy. They like swapped picks. Yeah. Oh, I man. know. Yeah. Although there was after the draft, there was people were going like they might have taken her a little too high. Like you, they that was a head scratcher for a lot of people. Like you could have gotten her later in the draft, probably you know kind of thing. And so that was a that was a weird move. Everyone thought. Hmm. Anyway, they've got a deep team. Sounds like it. Uh, Jackie Young, Kelsey Plum, um, Dierica Hamby. They uh, who did they bring in? They brought in a couple. Angel McCotry. They lost her. They did. Yeah, she's gone. Jesus Christ, dude. I don't understand this team at all. Yeah. It, it, I don't know. It's kind of a weird one, but I, I still like them. I, I still... I'm putting them behind the storm. I, okay. This, this odds on favorite. I don't know about odds on favorite. I, I just... I do. I, I'm rooting New for them coach. because I, I want them to win it now. I want Asia to, to win it one, and I want them to... Because of Bill Ambeer's gone, that I want them to be a better team. I know. Now. That I'm would feel... That, that was the right That move. would feel great. If Bill Lambert yep. finally didn't get it, like if he, yeah, I, I'm with that, and I like Asia Wilson a lot. Like she's amazing. So she's, I, I'm okay. All right, should we talk about your Connecticut Sun? <laughs> I can't, I can't quit this team. I can't quit. Them. They're good, man. They're just solid. Do you know the Connecticut Sun have won more games than any other team in the history of the WNBA? Wow. Yeah, no. they're the only team to eclipse 101 wins. Like that's pretty impressive. I uh, that is pretty impressive. Yeah, they have the greatest, the best winning percentage all time in the WNBA. Uh, that's pretty like, but they're they're like they all they're like the bridesmaid, right? Like they yeah. only had six losses last year. Mm-hmm. I don't know where the disconnection or the disconnect is. Uh, they're a regular. Team. Obviously, like I'm a I'm a Brienne January fan, but I don't care that much. They are a regular season team. She's gone. I know. Like, oh. We talked about it. Like okay, it's sorry. uh, it's <laughs> no. I'm just saying. Like we, we they lost, we lost her. I, I'm not gonna get my hopes up on the Connecticut Sun. Yeah. Although they just feel like such a confident, good, well coached, good, strong team. They didn't lose a lot. They didn't add a lot. They have. Mm-hmm. They got a couple draft picks. Mm-hmm. Pretty consistent. You don't fuck with like anything that's that. Like John Quell Jones is amazing. She's one of the. Yep. She's. I mean, she was a got former her back. last year's MVP. They're like they are a they are a very consistent team with a great fan base. All those fucking Gina, thanks to Gino Ariana. They are a, like Connecticut has a great mm-hmm. fan yep. base. I. uh it's the one state. It's a, It's the. It's the biggest plus for the state of Connecticut. 
They understand the power. Yeah, I think you're right. They got good pizza. <laughs> Pizza's good. <laughs> yeah. I think it's pretty good. Yeah. Sally and Peppies or whatever. Yeah. Oh, all right. Shots yeah. fired. Okay. I thought we didn't like it when we had it that one day. We liked it fine. It was we, fine. It we was liked great, it fine. Though. I'd rather have all the other pizza I've ever had in New York, I think, before I'd have that again. Really? Yeah. All of it? Uh, just about all of it. Maybe except for like, not okay, not Two Brothers pizza or whatever. But Two Boots? Two. Or Two Brothers, like 99 Two Brothers, pizza? Two Bros, or whatever yeah, it's called. I love that shit. Uh, <laughs> 99 cent slice? All right, let's, let's, let's kick this in the ass and let's look at the fucking, the, the Chicago, okay, Chicago. Sky. Uh, odds on favorite. Uh-huh. They won the finals. They have the best player. I think in the in the WNBA. Not the odds on favorite. You don't think so? Is it not? No, the, oh, I thought you meant like actual odds. Oh odds. yeah, you're right. Aces yeah. are. That's yeah. crazy. I yeah, thought the and, sun. The, and Connecticut's ahead of them. Really? So I have Chicago Sky ranked number one in my mind. Okay. Maybe I'm wrong. I just Maybe. think any team with Candace Parker is gonna is is the is the true regular season favorite for yep. me. They had a, didn't have a great season last year, but they came on at the right time, which mm-hmm. you mentioned before. Mm-hmm. They have four former, or sorry, three former finals MVPs on their roster. That's yeah. not nothing. Yeah. Uh, they just know how to get it done in the playoffs. And like mm-hmm. all they have to do is get there. Vandersloot, my ace, back. Like this team's just good. Like I love this team. They're good. They're, they're a great they're, team. And, he, and your Emma Miesemann's here now. Yep. Team. I know. It's uh, like you just mentioned. You told me that, guys. I, <laughs> I learned that in real time because I'm not that <laughs> up on WNBA. Well done. You could get this guy at plus 450. That's good odds. Well, but do you think a back-to-back's really possible? I, it's possible. I'm just not. I just think they probably. I feel like they lost too much. I think you're right. Um, and. But, you know, like. The only reason they were 16 and 16 last year is because um, Parker missed most of the first half of the season. She was injured, you know, and so she made a world of difference. So maybe this team is, is really good from start to finish. And they're, I, they should be toward, they should be, if not, they're not in the finals, then they should be like, you know, in the semifinals to make it to the semifinals. I think they still have a good enough team. Um, you know, DeShields and, and Dolson and Lexi Brown, I think are the three that left that are, that are sort of the key losses. And they replaced him with Misa Man and maybe one or two other players. And I, you know, I don't know, I don't know how that if offsets or not, whatnot. So, but I think the core of their team, like you said, in three finals MVPs, formers, yeah. like that's a lot of talent on that team. It's a lot right? of talent. Yeah. It's a team that can play together. Yeah. It's one of those weird teams where I'm just I, like, I, I'm hedging myself too a little bit where I just, I just don't think they're probably as good as last year, but I, I, I'm probably wrong thinking that because, because of the way that last season went. Yeah. I, it's, it's a, they're they're an enigma wrapped in a mystery. Mm-hmm. Like I I, and like you said, it's Candace Parker, man. Like that's what I just keep going back dope. to that. Yeah, she's just. I think she's like she's the, a difference maker. She doesn't have to be the leader. Uh, she doesn't have to lead the league or the team in, in scoring or anything. She's just all no, around. I don't know if you watched the playoffs last she's year. She's all around best player. She just league. couldn't be stopped. She mm-hmm. like when she decides, like she's made for playoff basketball. So all they mm-hmm. have to do is get there. There, I I think they have to be a favorite. But I think I'm gonna put my I think I'm gonna put my my money behind the storm. I just wanna see that team. Uh, I regret saying that though. They're so white. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Who oh do you God, take? They are the brain. They are the Patriots. They're so white. Who do you t- who who do you like? Do, let, let's who do you want? You're gonna go with the aces? I, I, just as a team, 
I like to wa- I, I well, I, I should, I'd like to watch them in the years past. I think they'll even be better watched this year. Um, the Storm, I'm going to enjoy watching too because it's with 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 Sue Bird and everything like that. Of course. I think if from a gambling standpoint, and I think going into this even before Brittany Griner, I think that trouble and that issue. I thought Phoenix would be would would be the odds on favorite to plus six hundred. Okay, like they are sort of like the, I mean they are sort of the super team if, of, of all the teams in this league. I think they are the ones that are sort of like that with the NBA equivalent of like a super team. You know, like they have just so much talent on that roster. Yeah. Um. Even without Griner, I think they're pretty. They also they've they've kind of been a bridesmaid uh, lately too. They have. Um. So I, Phoenix kind of to me feels like maybe my favorite. I like it. I like it. It's yeah. Pro- it's probably yeah. where I, I, that's like, I think it's because I liked them so much last year. I'm like shying away yeah. to try to be controversial. If I had to bet like, and, and the long shots, I mean, you pick between the links, the mystics and, and the sparks, I guess. The links. I think those are all three legitimately good long shot. Like, I'm going to go with the links. I'm taking the yeah. links. That's my long shot. Okay. That's what I'm going to go with. That, I'm putting a plus 1000. That's who I'm going with. I like your plus 60 plus 600 for the Mercury. Mm-hmm. I'll probably put money on both those teams. How about we do that? Which I think is where we ended up putting money perfect. last yeah. year. Wow. Okay. That was a lot of WNBA. Um, I, I hope it. you fast forwarded right through it. Uh, I can't wait for the season to start. Um, Chris, I have, we have like only a little bit of time left. Did you have any, the NFL draft happened. My mock was 32 for 32. I picked the whole thing exact. <laughs> I don't know if you guys picked up on it. I did it on a GeoCities account. If you're not subscribed to my blog, it's $42 a month. But you should have seen it. I nailed it, 32 at 32. I did it. all the trades I did right. I knew that A.J. Brown was going to get traded. I got it all right. Perfect. I love it. I'm the mock fucking master here. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Come, Mel Kuyper Jr. Mel Kuyper Jr. Jr. That's what my name is. Uh, anyway, fucking who cares? I watched zero of the draft. Yeah, disappointed that the Steelers took Kenny Pickett. Then again, I don't give a fuck. Uh, seems like they had some pretty interesting picks. Beyond that, I don't like. I think they always just do a nice job. Like them and the Baltimore Ravens always just have a nice, strong. I loved what the Ravens did because Marquise Brown draft. sucks, and I've I've been saying that for a minute. And finally, yeah. people now people are like, well, Hollywood Brown really wasn't that good. I'm like, y'all were fucking up his dick all. Like you watch any Ravens game, they're like, oh, Hollywood's always a factor, and like. I I don't know. I I loved what Baltimore did. I don't care what I mean. Pittsburgh. Yeah, I don't think Pittsburgh did poorly. No. Uh, I I'm interested. At least there's something to talk about. You sure. Know, I, and a pick. It wasn't a bad pick. It just he's not a sexy pick. He's okay. Not. Here's a weird thing. So Kristen, my wife, was like, "Did you see Kenny Pickett's girlfriend or fiance or whatever her reaction to the draft?" I was like, "No." She's like, "Oh, it's all over like Instagram or whatever." And I, I was like, oh, we'll see it. But I couldn't find it, but I did go end up on her Instagram. And every picture with her and Kenny Pickett, he has his hands in his pockets. Like, the dude definitely has small hands issues. <laughs> it's crazy. Like, there's at least 15 pictures on there where she's standing next to him, and, his, and at least one of his hands is in his pocket. <laughs> now, that's crazy, dude. That's crazy. I think he. I think he's aware of his small hands. I think, I think he's, he's always I think he's been probably aware. Uh, self-conscious about it. I mean, I thought maybe this was a new phenomenon, but no. Like this goes back to like formals from like four years ago. Like you look at like, dude, it's nuts. <laughs> I implore you, dive. look at. I just couldn't help but notice it. Like I was like, this is so weird. Like this guy literally has his hands in his pockets in every photograph. 
It's bizarre. <laughs> and I, l- I looked it up. He has eight and a half inch hands. You know, and I was eight and three quarters and you yep. were nine. Yeah. So we do actually have bigger hands than him. And I yep. do not have particularly big hands. Yeah. So I could see why he would be a little weird about that. Yeah. But he's, sure. he got drafted in the first round. Fuck yeah. yeah. Who cares? Be yeah. free. Be yeah. free, Kenny Pickett. Have, have baby hands. <laughs> anyway. He's going to get paid millions. Who cares? Exactly. What's your draft yeah. take? You said you had one. Let's the hear The only it. thing I... Yeah, normally, I love the draft. This year, I didn't watch. I, I, I watched uh, like a tiny, like maybe less than 1% of the whole thing. Uh, but what really drove me crazy and annoyed me is the sort of real-time evaluations of drafting from every dumbass motherfucker on the planet now. That it just everyone's got their own like mock draft report card and grade. Yeah. And all these fucking nerd and stat head dudes who are always like, well, the fucking this terrible value for this where this guy was. How could you possibly know all of the players? Right. Well, that's well, some people get into that, and that's fine. Like I used to I used to I could go five, six rounds deep. That's crazy. Of like knowing like something about almost all those guys when I was, you know, years ago. But the, the way that they're like, you know, they, the one big thing was they were on the, uh, they were on like the Jets tip because they drafted a running back like high in the, in the second round. And, and then the Seattle, and Seattle did the same thing actually too. And, and a couple picks later and everyone's like, well, that's just not good value. Cause you could have had other players with better value at that position and still gotten like a, just a good of running back like two rounds later. And everyone's like, so but what I don't understand is what, Everybody's basing that off of their own evaluations of these players and their own and and and, and their own like sort of grades. So like it doesn't make any sense. Like you're you're criticizing someone else for something you think should be valued at that at that point or time. Well, it's also I think, but it's like what, who gives you the right to so who says your thing is is the end all to be all you know grade and evaluation of like that's that's not the only way to, to grade and evaluate a player. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. Like, so you're just going to say Bill Belichick, his draft thing, he's been doing it for 20 plus years, is just way off and wrong because you don't think, you know, like a running back is worth a second round grade. Yeah, because you didn't put, you didn't have them in your top whatever. Yeah. I don't know how people go about creating their mocks if they just like rank all the players and then try to figure out like where the best fits are. But I would, but take Malik Willis, for example. He jumped up everyone's mock like all the way to like it's in some number six, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that was based on the valuation of these people who who value mock, who do mock drafts, who who run the analytics of this, right? But I don't think that was ever the valuation of any of the teams. No, and that showed exactly. the fact that how far he fell to a team with an existing starting quarterback. I, it's weird that like they just kind of talked themselves into it like it was like oh no i've got a hotter take yeah. my take is that he goes 20 to pittsburgh my take is even hotter than that yeah i'm going six to the pants like and then when he f- drops they're like I, I honestly i didn't see more than one quarterback being drafted in this whole draft like i, yeah. I always and i'm like fucking the teams didn't create this hype behind this guy right it wasn't that at all it was right. y'all you, you see it when teams create the hype. They all Trayvon missed on Walker. Ritter. They all missed on fucking Malik Willis. Most of them missed on Pickett. And like they're, uh, and who knows everything else. Like, and now you've got all the hindsight. Fuck this 2020 yeah. guys that are like, Seattle took a running back. They've already got two highly injury prone running backs. Why would they do that? Yeah. It's like, I, I'm like, fucking, why can't we just anal- analyze the picks after they happen and be like, here's where they fit. 
here's why I think it's a good, a good yeah. or bad or whatever, and that's it. But it's all this predictory shit right. that makes it so un- unpleasant. What? What, and I don't understand it because like Jonathan Taylor, did everyone cry foul Jonathan Taylor two years ago or whatever when he was drafted in the second round pick right. as a running back? Right. You know, and then now is it is it is it worth it now as that because he's had so much success that would you go since everything's just revisionist history? I, well, no one will go back. No one's ever going to go. Right. Back exactly. And, That's the bullshit part of all this because no one will actually own up to their own mistakes going because you know like and it's all the PFF stuff too. It's like the Pro Football Focus and it's all the, the, the analytics and the stat yeah. type stuff. They're like, you don't, like, they all value, it's like quarterbacks, tackles, defensive ends, and cornerbacks are like the, the highest value per position. Right. Well, here's right? the, here's, and so like, you don't, you don't like, and they're basically, I think their thing is like, you don't draft anybody else over those and like high draft picks. And it's like, well, you can't just draft a dude who's a defensive end. Even if there's been eight of them taken already, you're like, you're not going to take the ninth guy just because that's the most positional value spot for him to take because he might not be worth it. He might not be that good then. Right. Like there's so many faults. Well, you have to but, play that part of it, right? Like corners went high, right. so so like defense the, ends the, go high, that, tackles go high. That, but that changes the landscape, right? If people, yes. if there's a run on X yeah. player, suddenly like thing like you got player teams like the Saints who are like trading up for yeah. you know what's his name Ogilvy. Yeah, whatever. Olaf. Yeah, whatever. Olave. I think yeah. he's going to be the rookie of the year, by the way. I think he's great. I think he's incredible. I'm excited for that team. Yeah. That's my new favorite team. He was super hyped last year. They thought he was going to come out of the draft last year, and he was going to be really good. I like him. I, that team has like awesome running backs, or awesome running back, good receivers, and Jameis Winston. I'm pumped. I'm, ex- <laughs> I'm excited. And, and no, no Sean, Sean Payton to hold him back. Like, this is good. That's, that's my team. That's my team. Go Saints. And All no, day. Taysom Hill's quarterback. All day Saints. For now. No, they're they're done with him at quarterback. Oh yeah, yeah, he's done. That's yeah. a Sean Payton. Yeah, 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 that, yeah. They're he's just, out. He's a tight end now. Yeah. He's back to tight end. Good. That's where he's gonna stay. That's where he belongs. Like yeah, the team is the team's built to win. I love right. it. They're gonna suck. They're gonna score a thousand points and and give up a thousand points on defense. They're just gonna be fun to watch. I agree. Uh, I have no other takes on the on the mock other than the one thing I think is funny. If you listen to anyone's like draft analysis, everybody's shitting on the Vikings, but everybody loves the Vikings GM. Right. Because he's an analytics dude. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, it's this funny, like, conflict. You listen to these fucking stat nerds, yep. and they're just like, oh, this really wasn't a very good draft, but uh, this but guy's one of us. Yeah. yeah. The process is sound. Every, so we can't really say it's bad, but oh, geez. It I doesn't. Know. It's just. I love uh, that shit. Smart. That's my favorite part. It's like. <laughs> It's it's like listening to fucking like like music nerds get bummed that the fucking whatever like the a pitchfork gave a bad review to their favorite band. It's like wow, I agree, but I don't want to agree. Uh, Fiona Apple, that record really sucked, but uh, pitchfork gave it. A perfect rating, so I guess I like it. I don't know, but when I listen to it, it hurts my ears. Like yeah. Anyway. That's fucking not for nothing this week. I hope you enjoyed it.